Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurt, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side. Welcome to the 49er Faithful UK show. It's May. The schedule is out. Organised team activities have started. Schedule has got lots of primetime red-eye games coming up. So now's the season to start getting all those favours in with your bosses and your families uh, for a few late nights in the season ahead. It's not quite round the corner, but I think it has at least ordered the taxi. I'm Gareth Ellis and I'm joined by Paul Hope. Good evening, everybody. Naji Kwa. Hello, everyone. And Lee Gowland. Hey, guys. I like the way you did that, Gareth. You did Paul and Naji first so they could speak before I started. (laughs) Absolutely. It was planned. Lads, I've got a little bit of a teaser to start off with you. It's it's Monday the 22nd that we're recording. Uh, Yesterday, Sunday the 21st, was a day of significance. Do you know what it was? Speechless. No, I don't know. It's no, no, we are over the hump. It's 113 days since the NFC Championship game, and it's 111 days until oh. week one at the Steelers. We made Fantastic. it. We're over the hump. Fantastic. I, I was actually rocking my brain going back in history, thinking, oh, what yeah, same. In history? <laughs> With it being the off season, that's, some... that's a difficult one to. Uh, Judge. This when we I find it... somebody really important. Yeah. I knew it wasn't the hundred day barrier because I think it was one hundred and seventeen when we recorded last week, Gareth, on the mm. Tuesday. So I was thinking we're approaching. We're nearly there, everybody. We're nearly there. We made it. Made it, people. Very nice. So the schedule. Uh, simple question: Overall, good or bad? I'm going to start with Paul. He can get some words in. <laughs> I was I was excited. Um, I saw a few comments on the group about the five prime time games, but we support a team on the West Coast, and we're a good team. So you're going to be in prime time. We actually have more 6pm games than we did last year. Obviously, we were gutted not to get the Jags-Wembley game, which I'm sure mm. we'll get into. But overall, a quick glance. I'll put a quick comment on for those people watching on YouTube. So my good lady did not seem too impressed with a game on Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. Now, for those people who watch us regularly, Gareth, she complained it was on Christmas Eve last year. So I don't know what she's complaining about this year, but quote, fun quote for people who are listening. Tracy Taylor said, what stupid date to put the sports on, but I would disagree. What about you, Najee? Were you happy with the schedule? I mean, yeah, I've, whatever. We're playing games on Sundays, you know. <laughs> it just happens every year. And Thursdays um, and Mondays. Yeah, and some Thursdays. I mean, yeah, the, you know, five prime time. We went to an NFC, NFC Championship. Of course, they're going to put us on prime time. We're a good team. Um, no, we got more six six o'clock game. I think that's good. We had one last year or two, two last year, uh, and so we've got more this year. The only thing that I'm annoyed, I'm not really annoyed, but there's no back to back home game, so we so I could go and watch two games in, within like ten days. That's it's very very hard to do. Uh, apart uh, early yeah, on, in, early on in the season, yeah, but yeah. I, 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 I can't go in September. I'm more of a November December guy if I'm gonna go. Um, yeah, I mean, Christmas game, whatever. It's, it's technically on Boxing Day anyway. So there's, you know, soccer on Boxing Day every year. That has been for a long time. So now we get to NFL. Yeah, I've dates, you know. Yeah, the, the disappointment was that they're not coming to, to England. Um, and that 
this mention of we have the worst rest schedule and we travel the second most miles out of everyone. But being on the West Coast, it's, it's either going to be us or one of the LA team or Seattle anyway. So um, whatever, you know, these guys are professional. They know what they're doing. Uh, no, it's just, it's like a nice little point where it's like, oh, Oh, games! We know what's going to happen, and it's getting edging ever so closer to the uh, to the season. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> we knew who, who we were playing. Knowing when doesn't really change anything, really. You didn't get, sound like you got too excited waiting for the schedule release, then, Naji. No, no, I'm, no, I'm busy and I've got my own schedule to deal with, you know, four touchdowns in three games. Um, but, well done. Sneak that in yeah. early. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll get excited in August, training camp and all that. Good time. Lee, good schedule so, release? Um, the, the, there's two things that stand out. The bye week is absolutely perfect in the, yeah, in the middle of the season. Yeah. Uh, and for me, and I know a lot of people hate this at the moment, but for me, the uh, the game against the Giants is absolutely perfect for me as well, because that would uh, actually be on my fiftieth birthday. Very nice. So it's it's one that I'm, yeah, it's one that I'm planning on being there, because I've got something else work related that may see me in Las Vegas that week. Ah. So it'd be a, a quick hop over to San Jose, watch the game, get back to Vegas. Lose all the money that I've just won, and uh, go home after a very good week. So yeah, I'm I'm quite happy about it. Um, obviously, I, I've always had um, one eye on the game for the gold mine, um, which I have literally just posted in the group to say we are not going to get that game. Um, so I may as well explain that a little bit further now. Um, in November, it's salute to service. Um, we only have one home game and. What the 49ers do is they tend to fill the gold mine with the armed services over in the US. So even though it looked like a perfect game for us, I hadn't figured in that. Um, so it's incredibly unlikely we'll get that. I would say it's it's almost 100% certain we will not get that game. So I've posted some options in the group there that people can have a look at. Uh, those options are New York, believe it or not. Um, even though it's Thursday night and the Cincinnati Bengals game, which is the end of October, um, the the back end of the school holidays. Um, so there's two games there. Um, as we mentioned just a little bit uh, early on before we came on there, potentially Los Angeles uh, Rams, 7th of January. In, in January, yeah. That's, I think that's the only good. thing with that is people's going to be skint after Christmas. Oh, for our American audience, that means they'll have no money left. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but you should, you should plan ahead, right? You should pay before Christmas. Pay now. Yeah. Well, start paying yeah, now. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's always a hard time, though, January. I mean, the, the month of January lasts for like five years, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. That's, that's what nice. we always say in January. It's nice to spend it in San Francisco. You know, I was there this year. Yeah. It's, it's nice and warm. And... So what Lee's warm. saying, Tracy, is that game will be in 2024. <laughs> so I'm planning exactly. my holidays early for 2024. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, other than that, the schedule, the schedule is what it is, isn't it? I mean, to me, there's no easy games. Um, no. Playing against the Bears last season proved that the Bears should have been a pushover, but because of the weather, it was a leveler. Um, or the Falcons. Or the Falcons, yeah. And, and like I said, to me, the biggest win is the bye week. I think the bye week yeah. is placed absolutely perfectly. Yeah, that's huge. So just, it could mean that we before. have a good running. 
Yeah, just after a big game, you know, yeah. AFC contender kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, two big games, you know, with the, the Cowboys a couple of weeks before and all that. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's, it's good when it's in the middle. You don't want to buy a week, week three or four, whatever it is, or week 14, yeah. like the Cardinals or God. It's just, ugh, if you have injuries, that's not nice. Um, yeah. Gareth, what did you think? Yeah, quite pleased with, with what we've got. Obviously, I, I look out for all those Thursday, Monday games where. Uh, it's going to be a, a struggle uh, going into work uh, the day after. They straight, go straight away into my work calendar so that I can immediately flag if there's any awkward nine o'clock meetings the next day that uh, I need to be rearranged if possible or, or <laughs> find some creative excuse to get out of. Um, so that's that's one thing that I, I certainly look out for. And then I think just the, uh, the general, um, the pattern of the games, I think we've got, a nice introduction and then obviously we've got some tough games in the back end of the season but I think we finish with what hopefully should be potentially some e- easier games but a lot has been read uh, or a lot of been has been written I've read a lot about how the schedule has worked out with us facing games uh, against teams that are going to have a longer rest period than we will coming into the games how much do you think that's actually a factor or is that analysts sort of overanalyzing you've still got to play the same players in the same place over 60 minutes and does it really matter what do you think maybe a little maybe a little bit i think you know resting is good that game is brutal you know it is it's, it's probably the hardest game to play in the world it does take a toll on your body so having extra hours or days recovering is definitely not a bad thing now these guys are professional and they used to do it uh, and they've got a system to overcome it. Um, I, I don't think it's that much of a problem. It could be if we're, I don't know, for some reason short on one position and, and then you have to play people that might not be that experienced or they are a little, you know, gassed too soon. But I, it's really hard to say until the season gets rolling and you can see what, what kind of team you have when, because you might be playing, yeah, the team is rested, but they might be, absolutely terrible and then it's an easy game and by the end of the third quarter you're resting everyone anyway so it, it's analyzing now what's going to happen in mid-november is kind of silly really let's just look forward to training camp and you know wait for brock to come back and then we'll just attack week one against the steelers that's that's the only game that matters right now it's, we need to beat pittsburgh and then and then we'll see after that what, what happens then but yeah i I, I agree. I think it's a nice, easy in, I think. Yeah. I mean, I say that, but God knows what the Giants are going to be like. All the Rams, all the Steelers, they might be very good um, compared to last year. It's just always, it's the NFL. Every game is difficult. Um, but yeah, it's, it's easier to play the Steelers than the Chiefs game one or, you know, the Bills or one of those teams that might make it to the Super Bowl, you know, or the Super Bowl champ. So, um, yeah, I... But the rest, and overanalyzing rest and miles and all that. Just people looking for content, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Hence the question. Yeah. Paul? Yeah, I think that article you're referring to is our good friend, Jordan Elliott. He put a rather detailed article on Niners Nation. And I think the schedule makers have reflected that with the bye week. Like Lee said, the bye week, week nine's perfect. Um, it depends on which way you look at it. Uh, 
billion dollar industry, like Nadja said, athletes, the teams do everything they can. I'd seen a few murmurings in the group that people were happy that we weren't coming to the UK because of the travel. And I was like, well, we're already traveling the most anyway. So what would it have mattered? But that did surprise me from a UK point of view. I thought every UK faithful was had everything crossed for that Jags game. But I'm not overanalyzing it at the moment, but I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Gareth. Um, content creating, obviously, the last 18 months, us four have dipped our toe in that market. Lee has been on with the big hitters like Larry Kruger. And like you said, they're the scrambling around at the moment for content creation. And until the season starts, we don't know. But uh, it's something to keep an eye on. And obviously, for me, I only watch the NFL. So any kind of article like that, I'm going to read it. I'm going to look at the uh, the data. And like you said, Jordan Elliott was the one that I read. And I found it quite insightful because Jordan's really good at what he does. But I'm not oh, worried yeah. about it at the moment, given that it's May. I'm just excited by the fact that we've got the UK timings, like you. My boss is wondering why I've got random Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays as annual leave. But, you know, Christmas Day, like Nadji said, it's a Boxing Day game. So that's a prime time game that you shouldn't need to use any leave from work. New Year's Eve, six o'clock, could be the mother of all UK, 49 of faithful UK meetups if we have a New Year's Eve meet, which I've amazing. seen a few people talk about. <laughs> that's but no, you know, like as Nick Ludlam said last week, Nadji, there's not enough fireball in one place to host a 49FA for UK New Year's Eve party. But uh, what do you think, Lee? You think New Year's Eve watch party's got some uh, legs to go? I think the hospital would be busy if we have a New Year's Eve uh, watch party. <laughs> I honestly do. I think that would be absolute carnage. But having said that, I'd never really thought about it until you've just mentioned it there. <laughs> it's, I, you know, and it's I, got legs. It's, it's got yeah, legs. Yeah, it has. I, I, I think we should try for that. It would be amazing. Yeah. I, I don't like know. Said, we'd we'd find a venue that wouldn't be doing a New Year's Eve party of some sort. It would have to be some kind of um, private private venue, I think. Yeah, sadly, you're right. It would. Do you think the higher Leeds United for private event New Year's Eve party? Maybe not. Um. I don't know. I mean, it is a function room. It's a working function room. Mm. If if they're going to make money from it, they'll hire it out. Exactly. But yeah, that that honestly does have legs. I'll look into that because, like you said, <laughs> people will already have holidays off, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about the day after. Yeah, you would have to worry about getting home. Um, yeah, public transport's not the greatest at the best of times, let alone New Year's Day. I think so. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Sorry to put a downer yeah. on it, but practicality. Oh, it's, it's a good point. It's a very good point. But as far as the whole um, analysis about rest is concerned, when you're literally talking about hours uh, and not multiple days, I don't think yeah. it's going to make that much difference. I think the travel, again, I don't think it's going to make that much difference. You've got to remember, we're a good road team. And Carl Shanahan and John are good at putting things in place, which we've seen over the last few years. I mean, not obviously last season, the season before, we went on that epic run in the playoffs and we were on the road quite a lot. So mm. for me, it's not something I'm worried about. I know there's a lot of talk, Gareth, about playing Baltimore Christmas Day at Levi's and then flying across to Washington. But like you said, Lee, you're talking hours, you're not talking days, you're not talking weeks. But... Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's take the, uh, the Seattle and uh, Eagles back-to-back uh, away games. Yeah, that's, that's right. Well, it's 10 yeah. days all on that one, isn't it? Cause, exactly. Cause, so so yeah. we're, going from, we're going from Tampa up to up to the Seahawks, which is just a short hop up on a, on a flight to get there. So it's not too bad. You're not leaving a different time zone. It's just a couple of hours on the plane, you're there. And then across to Philadelphia, which is obviously a, a reasonable haul across there. 
But then you've got um, Seattle back at home after that. I I think that's okay. That it, nothing on that schedule, the way it's been done, worries me about the travel, the cross country travel. I, I think it looks okay to me. Um, obviously, I'm not a professional athlete. I, I don't need to spend hours on on a plane. Um, yeah. In fact, I think that's a good thing. I am not a professional athlete. I do spend hours on a plane, and when I get off the plane, I feel all right. Yeah. I, I don't feel as though I couldn't do anything physical. So the fact that I am not an athlete, I think that speaks volumes that those guys won't be bothered. They'll be flying first class. They'll have plenty of room. Well, they, they, they won't have like no, an inch and a half in between the knees and the seat in front of them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't, no, I don't the, think it's it's not too bad. I think the worst one is actually week one, win two. You know, Pittsburgh to LA, and then within seven days after that I don't think there's that much of you know you do do have all the preparation in the world though for the Pittsburgh game I do do like starting the season on on one of our road games partly because you just get all that time to prepare for it and it's also that week one is always full of strange results it's that leveller you haven't lost a home game with a potentially uh, bizarrely bad performance in week one, yeah, which which exactly. can happen. And, you know, some great teams have just absolutely flamed out in week one because they haven't quite been brought to the sort of peak or haven't quite been ready. Uh, and I'd much rather have that as an away game and you just chalk it up as week one's done. Let's, let's just forget it and move into the season rather than having, say, a home game against a division rival in week one, which I always think that's a big banana skin to lose uh, yeah. you know, and start the season. It can start your season off with a bad taste in the mouth, I think. So, uh, Lee's looking forward to the Giants game. Any any particular games you guys had circled uh, as one you were waiting for? I mean, Dallas, always, it's always fun to beat them, you know. But it'll be a hard game. I'm actually looking forward to the Baltimore game. I think it's... We don't really usually play that kind of, you know, those AFC superpower kind of thing. It's been a while, I uh, and the matters, obviously, they've resigned Lamar and everything. And at this stage of the season, it's going to be maybe a make or break game, you know. So it's going to be a big game. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It should be should be a good one, hopefully. Unless we're already, you know, 13 and whatever, and we've already clinched the West, and then Sam Darnold can play against Baltimore. <laughs> that would be good. But yeah, looking for that one, I'm looking forward to. Paul. The four six o'clock games obviously stand out being UK faithful. Um, obviously, running the group we run, Sky Sports, the dreaded question. So those four games on the bottom of the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, you might want to check because I think they'll be um, on Sky Sports. I'm looking forward to the Eagles rematch. I think that should be good. The Giants game, I hadn't realised it was Lee's 50th birthday, but I work with a Giants fan. So obviously, I have that one circled. The Cowboys, because it's the Cowboys. And another one, is the Vikings Monday night football, obviously given the connection with Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins doesn't play well on prime time. And we had our meet up with the UK Vikings group a few years ago. So looking at the schedule, there's a reason to be excited every week, not just for football for me, but being in the UK and obviously running the social media, some of the um, other social media accounts are pretty good. And obviously you, you look at Seattle, um, and I was quite interested to see that we finish against the Rams. Like you said, Najee, that could be Sam Darnold time. It could be, you know, all done and dusted by then. So yeah. let's hope and, let's hope and pray that, that that's the case. What about you, Gareth? Yeah, I must say, I always uh, I always look out for when we're going to face Seattle. I, I don't generally like playing those division rivals 
close together. I like to have one in the first part of the season and one in the back end of the season. I think that's a kind of an overall a fairer uh, um, way to schedule the the division games. You've got to start well and and finish well. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm slightly confident. I think Seattle still haven't quite got the roster that they need and that facing them at the back end of the season uh, is going to be good rather than, than facing them when they're potentially fresh. I can see them running out of steam a little bit as they did last year. Uh, I think I, I still don't think they've, they've quite got the roster and the depth that we have. Uh, it's a tough gauntlet for us, but I think it's also, it's tough for Seattle at that time of year. And Seattle's bye week is week five which, uh, again, is one of the other things I do tend to check uh, and had a little bit of a laugh for that. So they've got quite a tough end of the season because they face Philadelphia on one of those other um, weeks before or after us. So they've got a tough run in. Um, And incidentally, so do Philadelphia. That period of the season is tough for the Eagles as well. Um, And it's one of those ones, no matter how good you are, if you have three or four tough games in a row, chances of you winning all four are pretty slim. You're, you're going to slip up one way. So is there some breaking news? So I, I think there is, but you might prove me wrong here. This is It's breaking news to me. So I've literally just seen it. Being posted eight minutes ago. I don't know when the owners meeting was, but the Brock Purdy rule has been approved by the NFL owners. What's the Brock Purdy rule? The additional quarterback on the roster. Oh, really? Fantastic. Yeah. So free on the roster? Yeah. But the consumer so game, doesn't go- yeah, but it doesn't count against that's- it doesn't count against the fifty three. Yeah, right. Oh wow. That's huge. That's right. So I don't know how, how breaking that news is. Like I said, I've literally just seen that. I've yeah. I've never seen it at all all week, so I don't know how new that news is. Did we I thought that was the wrong button there, I'm not gonna lie. I thought I didn't press breaking <laughs> news, what's going on there? <laughs> He's, he's got cool, his on the pulse of the owners' meeting. Jed must have just uh-huh. sent him. Yeah, he's he's just, just texted. Yeah, text. <laughs> got a text from Jed. Um, that's good, though. That's good. I like. Mm. I, do you know this game? The NFL is it's one of the only games that does regularly change its rules to just try and make it better. I really like that about it. Yeah. And I, you know, the NFL has clearly looked at it and looked at the NFC Championship and felt really bad for us. <laughs> um. And then the new rules in. Yeah, that, I mean, it makes sense, right? You can't play a game without a callback. So. No, that's that's a no-brainer. And I think the, the NFL has rightly tried to make a lot of the, the safety around the concussion protocol. And suddenly you're just, if they denied that rule, you're, you're putting coaches, not necessarily that they're going to put out players who failed the co- uh, concussion protocol, but I can certainly imagine a situation where the, the independent doctor says, Okay, he's passed the concussion protocol, but the team doctor says, "Look, coach, if that had happened on the practice field, I'd pull him straight away." And suddenly yeah. you're 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 putting a coach in that. In don't put coaches in that in that decision. They want to win games. Their careers are on the line. Their jobs are on the line. To me, I, I mean, I must admit, I don't understand why we have the roster of fifty three players and can only suit up forty six anyway. Why not just mm. suit them all up? I I don't quite understand that. If if the NFL want everybody to take the concussion seriously why not just give all the coaches as much chance to protect the players as possible so the reason they do that there is a reason to do that to to even the playing field so once you get a certain amount of people on ir 
that there's some people that you think might come back. So you keep them on the uh, the 53 roster, even though they're injured, knowing fine well that they won't suit up. So what they did is they brought in a rule where you can only have 46 active on the day, which gives people effectively another seven slots where they don't have to either go on the practice squad and risk losing them or going on to IR and they can't come back because you've already used too many people on IR. Uh, it kind of even it's, evens it out over the season for all all 32 teams yeah it's also a good tool to tell a player that you know you need to work harder you, yeah. you you're still on the team but you're just gonna see in the stand in, in your suit and watch us play um it's I, I don't know um but yeah this is good and it makes the signing of sam donald so much better now um this is all controversy Ooh, we're gonna trade trace like no just need free qbs we've got mm. three perfect yeah. But but isn't Sam Donald the week one starter? Isn't he the greatest throw of the ball ever? Come on. I can There's throw the that rabbit no. hole. There's that rabbit hole. Mr. <laughs> Gowland knew what he was doing. No, I mean, you know. No, that was a good it's, it's, it's a good point. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. I can throw a ball too if I'm in my garden and no one's rushing at me. Uh, you know, it's. Yeah, you can throw it pretty. doesn't know where to throw it on, on time. Or, you know. Like Brock. If he, if he if he does play a game, I think we'd see, we'd see the best of Sam Darnold than than we've seen before because I, I oh, do think sure. he just he's been in yeah. some pretty bad situations on some pretty bad teams with some pretty bad coaches. So that does uh, that moves me perhaps seamlessly into one of the other changes that I was going to mention, and that's this idea of being able to change uh, uh, Sunday games into Thursday games. Which to me just that sounds disastrous it's, to me. It's I weird. really do not like it. Yeah, but this is what multi-billion-dollar company like Amazon can do to the NFL, and I don't think they enjoyed the slate of game they had last year. They had some real stinkers, you know, Texans, Browns, and stuff like that. That don't matter, and they are horrible to watch. And obviously, they're trying to get as many people on their platform as possible, and. Uh, I'm sure a lot of large checks have been signed for this to be able to happen. I don't like it either. It depends how long before they tell the teams, I guess. Um, There must be some kind of rule that you have to give teams two or three weeks notice that you're going to pull a game from a Sunday to a Thursday. But also, it means that, you know, if you have clinched the West and it's week 14 and you're supposed to play Thursday, maybe they want to put you on a Sunday because they don't care about your game anymore, and that gives you an extra three day rest. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, isn't it? So, you some team will lose, some team will win from it. It's nature of money and business and TV rights, unfortunately. The issue with that, it's gonna get worse. The issue with that, though, we've got the Giants week three, so we're not going to win the West that early. Even me thinking we're winning the Super Bowl, and we play Thanksgiving, Seattle. So, as you said at the moment, as it stands, they're yeah. not going to move that because, like you said, the Amazon Thursday night games. I haven't yeah. stayed up for many of them, only the Niners ones. But uh, yeah, it seems strange that we've got two Thursday games as it stands at the moment. Well, yeah, it's going right. to it's going to develop uh, the Thursday games. I just feel it's almost yeah. you're going to be punished for being successful. Yeah. That seems to me towards yeah. the end of the season, if you're ten and two, that sort of thing. It's it's maybe it's a bit more of a leveler, but I, I think that could just throw your whole rhythm out as well. I know you will get a little yeah. bit of notice, and of course there is everything for the fans traveling and expecting yeah, to that's... be on a Sunday and booking hotels and flights, and suddenly it just seems to me. You know, have you really thought this through? Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, when you're trying, 
Yeah, changing yeah, when you're trying the, to expand the into game. an international market, it it does basically screw over anybody that doesn't live in the US and is yeah. planning on going to a game after week fourteen because it's only the games after week fourteen to yeah. uh, week seventeen. Yeah, it's only for that can weeks. be flexed from the Sunday yeah. to the Thursday. Um, so just bear that in mind as well. So it's basically the Christmas period when everybody's sat in the house watching TV. That's yeah. what they're trying to maximise. And I hear what you're saying about it penalises the best teams, but they're not necessarily wanting the best teams, they just want the best matchups. The best matchups, yeah, yeah. exactly. And which is why you always play, although I've noticed that's different now. I, I thought two of the final three games had to be divisional games. Not anymore. They used to be, yeah. but with that 17th game, you know, the extra game, mm. I don't think they, they do it anymore. So, because so they, from they... week 12 to 16, uh, sorry, 16, week 12 to 18, We've got four divisional games. Half, yeah. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah, they used to cram them all towards week 17 and 18, but then the problem of having an extra week is that some divisions will be decided earlier by the nature of having more games and stuff. So trying to keep it, because they're trying to keep the suspense as high as possible for as long as possible on there, because that's what grips people. But um, yeah, it you know, ultimately it'll be the Cowboys that end up moving their games to a Thursday, so we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be all right. You're right. We so won't mind. Uh, on TV. We won't mind when it's other people going for the top seeding in the NFC being uh, shunted exactly. out onto a Thursday, will we? But uh, yeah, I just, I just think it there again. It's it's not really broken. I think the choice of the Thursday games has perhaps been uninspiring, um, and I do think the quality of the football. Um, has clearly suffered by by the teams having that short week. <sighs> yeah, but there we are. Money's more important, clearly, than me. <laughs> yeah. I've just okay. realised something about that Bengals game, about the potential goldmine game. Because of the date it's on, theoretically, you could be in San Francisco when the Giants have a home game, when the Warriors have a home game, and when the 49ers have a home game. I think there's only a space of seven, seven days oh, yeah. where that yeah. could possibly Overlapping happen. seasons, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just a little nugget for you there. Yeah, yeah. I don't care much for baseball, but that's that's good now. Mm. Mm. Interesting. But yeah, coming back to broadcast, I think, you know, with this the whole thing, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but the whole... Uh, Sunday ticket, whatever they call it, uh, that was on cable in America is now on YouTube. So if you don't have internet, you can't watch your team if you live in a different area, because that's where it was. So if you lived in New York and you were supporting, I don't know, Cincinnati or whatever, you could still watch the Bengals, even though, uh, because the, the local channel would probably show the New York team or the Bills or whoever's close kind of thing. So, but now you have to go on YouTube to do that. So again, it's one of those, it's just like clearly Google's put more money towards it, that direct TV or whoever had it before. It's just, can you not buy, a lot of people. Can you not buy Sunday ticket for cable? No, not anymore. It's on YouTube. No, YouTube, YouTube has it. YouTube has the right to send the ticket. Yeah. So it if you want to watch your team and you leave, if you want to watch New York and you live in LA and it's on, on local TVs, you have to buy on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people talking on Twitter about it, Lee, and like all the different streaming services. And I saw one uh, chap who we follow on the Fighting NFA for UK. Since he's going to have to subscribe to four subscription services to watch the games. Yeah. I think he's based out in Denver, and he's a Fighting Niners fan. And right. you think it's crazy? I mean, obviously we have Game Pass, and then we have, we have Game Sky Pass. and all the rest of it. But even Game Pass is changing hands. 
part of the company you had game yeah. pass changing over to a different company again so, dozen yeah. yeah oh is it going to that zone oh it'll yeah. be all right it's a better it's a better company there out there so, so I hope they don't do the same with Game Pass as what they've done with Sunday tickets because they've quadrupled the price. It is possible that they will do that. They that zone is primarily yeah. a, a pay per view kind of boxing UFC. That's how it started anyway. But they're very much pay per view. We'll see. We'll see. So mm. find a way anyway. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind a paper game because uh, I pay for the Game Pass and, and don't really watch any of the other games. Occasionally, I'll watch the Sunday in 60, but I'm I'm paying for all these games that I don't really have much interest or time in watching. So um, yeah. So you used to be able to do that years ago on Game Pass. You used Pass. to be able to just buy yeah. your team, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was really cheap. stop yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I may have a way, they'd, people. I may have a way to... Uh... I wish they'd stop playing I'm not saying out anything else on, on, on live TV. Stop <laughs> it, Nadji. Drop me a DM. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the good thing about the primetime games is none of those will be blacked out. No. Exactly. Yeah, and for true. us in the northeast of England, Lee, the Steel River Stingrays are sponsored by the casinos, you know, and will welcome any time. So any yeah. Niners games, I'll be going there if they're on Sky because obviously it's free. And yeah. they love to have us, so there could be plenty of mini meets. But all jokes aside, you look at the schedule, you look at, like you said, you chaps who were flying out to the States, you circle them dates, you look at the meetups, um, you look at the candlestick in with Brett, our good friend, yeah. I'm sure he'll be hosting a game or two up there. And it's just, we're all smiling because we've got football to think about and talk about, which is exciting. It does make it a bit real. I think when you've got a date and a team in the calendar yeah. and something to look forward to, it does start to bring that, bring the season into focus, doesn't it? Yeah, I've I've got it, yeah. it. It populates my Google Calendar by itself. You know, I've got it as a interest or whatever. So it just my work things start popping up with red things, and I'm like, oh, hello, there's a game on that day. Cool. Yeah. You know, I've just realised something else as well. Go so I, I I said that um, potentially I've got a work thing out in uh, Vegas during the week of my birthday with Jed. Well, the Sunday before we're actually in Los Angeles, which is again mm-hmm. just another hop over. It is. To SoFi South. Uh, sorry, life. Levi South. Some like you, Mr. Gowland. How many of the 17 games you've gone to live? You're ticking these off, breaking news tonight. Yeah. Single-handedly yeah, the, trying to the, get the flag at everyone. The, the cogs are all turning. Thinking, how can <laughs> yeah. I maximise well, this? How can I do that's, that? Yeah, that's that's the the beautiful, the the most amazing part about the schedule. Really, so you look at the schedule. You look if you can go and if you have the funds, and then you start looking at calendar and you start going to Skyscanner and all the fl- flight comparison websites. And you say, oh, if I go from there to there, and it's a little bit cheaper, and try making plans. I mean, like I when you announced the Bucks game, I was like, oh, Bucks game, and then Seattle on the first day. It's, just, yeah, it's not that yeah. far to drive or fly or whatever. It is that you know, far to drive. It is far to drive. It <laughs> yeah, takes a couple me, of days. It's a nice yeah. drive. It's a really nice drive. Don't need the other it, way It takes it's, 18 hours and 52 if you go on the route that I've set out. <laughs> yeah, on the 101. It's beautiful. It's it's probably one of the best driving in the world. Um, no, so. it's not the 101. I think it's the I-5 most of the Oh, no, the not on a motorway. That's, that's garbage. But, um, Get on the yeah, 101. No. Get on the coast. That's exactly what David wants, but uh, I was planning oh, to go to Reno first to see friends and then do up it. to Brownsville in uh, Oregon um, where the shot scenes from Stand By Me, then up to oh. Salem where the shot scenes by uh, scenes for Stand By Me, over to Cannon Beach, which is Goonies Beach, and then up to Astoria, which is Goonies Town. Astoria. Uh, Astoria is and then amazing. To, uh, that bridge is so, crazy. So we've kind of done that kind of route, um, but obviously 
that's never going to happen now because we're not doing that game. Yeah, it's a good drive if people want to do it. And yeah. you can stop in Eugene and go watch some proper college football. No, thanks. <laughs> i tell you what else is exciting, ch- chaps, as well. You see the people posting the group who haven't been waiting for the gold mine. So I know David Young, Christmas Day, booked his tickets for Baltimore. There's a couple of people already out for the Giants game late. And I like seeing those posts in the group, Gareth. People have decided to, you know, book their holiday and go. So I'm very confident we're going to see the 49 faithful UK flag flying high. And obviously, John Chapman has just announced, Lee, that he's moving to the Bay Area. So the rush road trips, if you're heading out there, are going to look awesome. And he's a big fan of what we're doing. And he flies the flag at each of his events. So it's exciting times if you're going out there for definite. Yeah, so when I saw that, I nearly texted him to ask him if he's got a 40 bedroomed house. <laughs> can, can he take some lodges? You'll just be staying with Larry Kruger, won't you, Lee? You don't need to book for accommodation <laughs> yeah. anymore now. You've got the connections, mate. Yeah. Jed's a house house. I was just about yeah. to say, I'll be in Jed's spare bedroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your jaw. Jed's, Jed's got a few office blocks around. But speaking of, maybe we should do another go to San Francisco with an extra goldmine section podcast. So We've done one last year, planned, I know, but, but so, we could do new yeah. ones. So I'm going to have one uh, dedicated to the to the goldmine gold um, yeah, yeah. David Betridge, David Ellicott, Nick Ludlam on. So we can go through what we thought of the goldmine, the whole experience, mm-hmm. uh, because we, we, we did it over two games. Uh, David Betridge did it on one, but we did it over two, and they were slightly different experiences, uh, but there was okay. a reason for that. So I thought it would be a good idea to do that within the next week to two weeks. And well, we when, know... we, when we're going to do a draft thing with uh, Luke and everybody that went there as well, draft experience review pod. Um, so we can get that uh, We could do that later. Yeah. You know, we've got two months and there's yeah. not, not much Niners-related content happening. So we've got time. Yeah, we'll get that set up. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm happy to jump on it because I see I was there too in on the, on the Cowboys game. So... Yeah, goldmine. Oh, We've got plenty of content coming for the UK faithful. We've got our shiny YouTube channel, which is over 500 subscribers. You know, we're ticking mm-hmm. along nicely on social media. And like you said, Nadja, I like that you've dropped those carrots in there because we will yeah. have lots of off-season content, which will be related to people going out there, which I'm excited for. We just need to get everybody together. And I know Nick Ludlam Lee is dying because you've sworn that man to secrecy. And there's only so many times I can ask him certain things. And he's like, I can't because Lee's promised me that I have to wait until we do the cold mine show. Like you said, Nadja, you were there for the Cowboys game. You parted with yeah. and Chapman and Nicholas. And mm-hmm. The group's waiting for the stories to come out. I mean, I know some of the inside stuff from Mr. Gowland, but when everybody finds out, your phone's going to be lit up like a Christmas tree, Lee. Mm-hmm. I know that for sure. <laughs> It's, really it's perfect I mean, pre-season content. It really yeah, is. It really I'm, is. Not, I'm yeah, looking absolutely. forward to it. So, well, that, that was the reason for waiting until after the schedule, so we can get the gold mine up there, so I can drum up as much interest as possible. I mean, to be to be fair, I, I am gobsmacked that 30 people have already confirmed that they were going to go to the books game. I, I actually didn't expect that many people to confirm, and that's after we had 67 people express interest, serious interest in going. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. 50%. So, w- w- within like. 24, 48 hours of posting to say, can I have your confirmation to get to 30? I started feeling um, a little bit nervous that I'm going to have to start to say to people, I'm going to have to stick you on a reserve list. Mm. Because my understanding of uh, what we could and couldn't do, I, I was told there was 40 maximum, but I was also told if you can bring more, 
we can sort something out. Yeah. And, and that last bit is kind of just ebbed away there to <laughs> it's only 40. Uh, so it's a little bit like the, um, what was it? The, there was something else I was told, which is kind of ebbed away. Oh, the tickets, the group tickets. Oh, yeah, I've, I've got you sorted. And then, oh, no, yeah, it's every man for himself. So those oh, two kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, those two yeah. kind of things have ebbed away. Don't know if it's been lost in translation or not. Um, but, yeah, I started to get a little bit nervous. I was going to have to tell people, sorry, but you're on a reserve list now. Well, I mean, uh, you know, as a as a public service announcement, I think it is it's wise to know that no matter what we say, we're always only relying on what Nick and everybody from the fan yeah, engagement team is feeding us. And then they have bosses too, and they have politics, right. policies of change or whatever. So, uh, and, and I'm sure Nick meant it, but maybe the, you know, the franchise is now doing something different, so he had to come back on his word. Like, so whatever we say, we only pass the message down. Don't, you know, we, we, we'll try and make it as good as possible for everyone, of course. If we could take 200 of us and paying for flights and everything, we would absolutely do it. But it's not, that's not what we, you know, we're here to just kind of facilitate the message back and forth between all of us and them. And it's, uh, yeah, I, no blame. It's just, don't don't be mad if we say something and then two weeks later it changes. It's the nature of the game. Yeah, so so I think going forward, because I've had these two instances where there's been a misunderstanding. Well, that's I'm what I'm saying now. Yeah, I'm going to I'm, I'm get it in writing so we can be sure exactly Yeah, but what... even if you get it in writing, that doesn't mean it's, you know, it's so, not so set in stone either. You know, it's it, not, it it's not. But everything and... I don't think it's because it's been changed. I think it might have been lost in translation somewhere along the line. I think it's just been an honest mistake where I've said one thing, Nick's heard another thing, and he said something at the back, and it's kind of two and two, suddenly six. Right, this is all sorted. Um, honest mistake. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, ju we'll just try and wait for confirmation next time. Yeah, uh, it yeah. might mean that timelines are a bit shorter for everybody, unfortunately, yeah. but, yeah. Is to be is. fair to Nick Clark, though, he did have a lot on his mind because obviously I'm going to steal <laughs> your thunder, Gareth. Congratulations to Nick. He popped the question. He did it in style. His social media was awesome to see. So obviously congratulations to everyone from the UK faithful. So we can forgive you, Nick, for being a little bit preoccupied because, <laughs> you know, you did you did the whole shebang down on one knee. It looked a dream proposal. So that was fantastic to see. So just wanted yeah, to get pictures were unbelievable. Yeah, pictures were unbelievable. Yeah, pictures were unbelievable. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Congrats, Nick. Mm, yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a little bit thin on news. I mean, OTAs has started. I must say, I haven't really seen a lot. There's been. It's nice to see players at the facility. Uh, nice to see the the rookies with the new numbers, some new faces. But mm -hmm. not really much we can take at the moment. I haven't really uh, delved into it. And obviously, uh, we're not there. So we do tend to no. be just repeating um, anybody else's. Uh, yeah, uh, sounds like J.J. Brown is uh, it's fitting right in now. Sounds mm. promising. It's a good it's a good sign. It doesn't mean much, but it's a good sign. Yeah. Moody Mania, number four jersey. <laughs> he looks the business, Gareth, from the footage I've seen. <laughs> oh, God. This is great. This, this is going to last for tw the next 25 years, people. <laughs> Get on board. Yeah, the Moody definitely. Mania. <laughs> Worldwide, apparently, Nadji. That's what the yeah, talk so is. Moody Mania is worldwide. Amazing. You better be good. 
God. There's a, a tiny bit of stadium news, though. Uh, Levi's has got the, the Super Bowl, home Super Bowl for the Niners in 2026, I think. Is that, is that official or is it a strong maybe? Was it official in 2026? I'd seen it as, a, as official, but I could be corrected. I th- I'm sure it might be. It's it's on the horizon. I think Jed York made You're sure it might Gareth, be. Which, well, I'm sure well, it might yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it probably will be. Yeah. So get <laughs> saving those pennies official. now, 2026. Yeah, yeah I think it is official. And, and the good thing about that is it means um, the 49ers are definitely coming over to London. But having said that, they're definitely coming over to London anyway in the next two years. Yeah. Because when we spoke to Nick in Vegas, he said they have to come over in the next four seasons as a home game. Yeah. Because you have to do it every so often. Yeah. We, obviously, last season, they weren't there. They're not there this season. So we've got two seasons left. So That's we right. definitely know they're coming over. In it could be Germany, though. 2024, That's, 2025. It could, it could end up being Germany or, yeah, or that, wherever else. Yeah, country te- they do te- in technically it could be, but why would you have a team that's been awarded the UK marketing rights playing in Germany? I don't know. I I don't know. It, it, I don't know. Not sure. Not sure how the whole thing works. Do do team well, have Germany marketing rights? Yeah, Buccaneers, Chiefs. Oh, okay, right, okay. The two so playing home games, I think they've they've got German German yeah. market. Yeah, we, I'm happy, yeah, happy to give sense. up a, an away game in London against the Jags and, and save it up for the home game in Wembley or Tottenham, whichever. Oh, definitely, yeah. Gareth. I just think we were all kind of thinking the Jags, the UK yeah. market, the meet-up, the watch parties last year. And, and we all, me included, got very excited about it. But you're right, when you when you strip it down to it was an away game, like you said, we would sacrifice that for a home game. But like you said, uh, Najee, we can only relay what the 49ers tell us. We are a fan yeah. group. None of us get paid for this. Unfortunately, we do it for the love we're proud of the group and the community we've grown. However, that said, we can't be held sometimes to things that we've passed on because we get excited as well. I mean, Lee does a better job <laughs> than most of us keeping it all under wraps. But like you said, Lee, you know, if anyone's going to have kind of sour grapes about it, you can only pass on what you've been told. You thought we could have the gold mine for the Bucks game. You've been told you can't. So we just have to try and plan again. Oh, well, so, so to be fair, I, I wasn't told we could have the gold mine for the books game. We chose the books game because the books game looked as though it's going to be going to be the most obvious game, the cheapest game to get to because of the time of year it's at. Um, but I didn't put two and two together. Realised it was salute service, and that's what they do with salute service. The fact it's the only home game in November means it's definitely going to be filled with mm. service personnel. So we're not going to get that. So it's just one of those things that. Um, Obviously, I will know for future to yeah. stay away Learning from curve. the first home game in November if there's multiple home games because that's the salute service, that's the armed forces. Um, so yeah, it, it's just one of those things. We, we, we'll learn. Um, Let's go for Christmas. Come on. You clearly yeah, weren't no. watching last week, Nadji, because I asked Nick to pick between Christmas Day. New Year's Eve, which one he was going to upset Tracy by telling her I was going to. <laughs> so he was like stuck between a rock and a hard place. But to be fair, that Christmas Day game does look pretty epic, especially now Lamar uh, has signed the contract. And like you say, that, that would be a no brainer for me. It would Christmas be New Year's game Eve every day, oh, every Christmas, time. Christmas game every day. Yeah. yeah. To me, New Year's Eve. Would you rather Eve to watch the Niners or spend time with your uncle drunk Bob? It's like. Come on, well, New easy. Year's Eve is a big, <laughs> a big 
New Year's Eve. Both. Yeah, Tr- Tracy likes to celebrate New Year's Eve. Lee, right? The Christmas Day one is technically Boxing Day, so I'm not breaking any rules there. Because, like you've yeah. said, Boxing no, Day is over there, for sport in the UK. If yeah, you're in San up... Francisco, it's 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 Christmas Day. It's oh god. Yeah. I'll just say hi to the kids away. through the camera. Hi, kids. Hi, in San Francisco. <laughs> Open your presents. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I think we've we've just about milked what content there is available. Uh, I would say certainly we we don't know anything about watch parties at at the moment. But obviously, if you think that a trip to yeah. the gold mine, a trip to the US, is going to be out of out of reach, the next best thing is going to be the Forty Nine er Faithful UK Watch Party, hosted by the Forty Nine ers. So, um, and that yeah. that obviously might require a bit of travel and a bit of refreshment uh, money. So. If you can't make it out to a game, don't worry. We've we've got you covered for something in the UK. And bear in mind, we are highly confident there's going to be uh, two, and they're going to be in separate places. One in the north, one in the south. So not necessarily Leeds. Could be Manchester. Um, the south, I think, Probably if they do London, have two, right? it's more likely going to be London. It's got to be. Yeah, okay, London. Yeah, but yeah, doesn't mean you can't. In the, uh, yeah, the, the south of England rather than... Uh, your idea with Newcastle and, being north and Leeds being south. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Sheffield and Leeds. Yeah. Um, is it going to be on two different games? Do you think, or is it going to be the same game? One watch party, one down south, one down, uh, one in the north, or is it going to be two different ones? Very one good point. Uh, I would imagine. Game, it be, then, I would imagine one. it be two completely separate games. Cool. So we can all go two to places both. at once. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Can all and go that, to that's both. good if. Uh, if you're in the south, you can you can either make the trip north, or you can do something more local, or you've got the option of two weekends. If you've got a weekend that's busy, hopefully there'll be one of those games at one of those locations that people will be able to make, uh, and hopefully we'll see more more new faces. We see new faces at every single meetup, so uh, yeah. hope. And we had a big influx of members, I think, from Lee's Star Turn from the one at the one. Uh, uh, was that the divisional game. At Leeds? The, the NFC, yeah, the NFC that championship. Was a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had so yeah. many people joining. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, one I of his many TV appearances, gents. He was on Sky Sports. Yeah, that's yeah. Gareth. He forgets which ones he's been on. You see. It's yeah. pretty fantastic. That's, that's what I'll say. Speak to his agent. <laughs> in, any, anything finally? Go on in. I want to give oh. a shout out to, uh, to... Somebody came down to my game last week, the week before. I can't remember. Or fuzzy now. He didn't speak to me, but... He had a Solomon Thomas 94 jersey, which I think is very bold to wear out on, on, in the open air outside. But uh, I don't know if you're part of the group or if you listen to this podcast, but thank you for coming down and watching me play. That was cool. Uh, and well done for rocking a Solomon Thomas jersey. That's very ballsy. <laughs> so ju- just before we head off, I've ordered a new flag. So I, I've been looking at an alternative flag supplier to see if we can get them any cheaper. Um, I found somewhere online. I, I believe they are UK based. Um, Jamie Burgess put me in touch with a guy, but I think he's more just concentrated on Derby County. So I had a look elsewhere and I found somewhere that uh, I, I thought was reasonably priced. So I've literally only done it about four hours ago. I'm just waiting for it to open up so I can show you what flag I've done. So I've always wanted to do like an alternative flag, something something different from like just the normal UK based one. Um, so this is what I've done. Has it got uh, King's Charles on it? I, I, <laughs> no, Unboxing, <probably>. King Jed. 
So, Kofi, there we go. So, for those, those for those nice. that are just listening to the podcast, basically what it is, oh, I've just getting rid of that. Let me open that up Make again. sure you turn off those. Uh... All right, let's try that again. <laughs> the big reveal, drum roll, seamless. Yeah, big reveal, yeah. and I've uh, closed it down. Where's it gone again? There we are. <laughs> oh, breaking news as well. <laughs> I put that on and then he ruined it, didn't he, Nadji? Just, you can't make this up. You can't make it up, Well, So, for everybody that's listening right, right now, this there is very go. boring. And yeah, sorry yeah. about that. And just get on YouTube, people. And you'll right, see let's what... Ju- let's just take that branding off there. So, there you go. It's gone right. Uh, so this is for nice. The, for, for, yeah, nice. For, the, for those on... Just listen on the podcast. It's basically the the shield rather than the um, the flag. So you've got the shield with the the outline of the football around the shield. Um, you've got the forty nine of fearful UK with the five stars representing the five Super Bowls. Also down the right hand side, you've got the five Super Bowl emblems, and on the left hand side, you've got the Dwight Clark Memorial patch, the Very official nice. Booster Club patch, the official Fan Chapter patch, and also the forty nine of supporters club uh, patch Very as well. Nice. That's cool, um, and nice. that's on a white mm. background. So that I just nice to get one of those going. Um, and I've gotten a bigger one, so I've gotten a five foot by three foot one, um, which has just reminded me I wasn't going to do that. I was going to get a three foot by two foot and hang it behind us. Um, but yeah, I ordered that today. Hopefully, it'll be here by early next week, so Very I'll nice. be able to have a look at it and see what the quality's like. Um, judging by what I've seen online, th- they do look very similar to the ones that we've been buying. Um, yeah, yeah, but they look they, they look a lot cheaper. Well, they are a lot cheaper without a shadow of a doubt because I've been able to buy what or you can buy one three by two for ten pound. Oh okay. To buy one three by two to the place I normally go would be forty two pound. That's why yeah, I have it to goes buy down the more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think all of a sudden <clears throat> these could be uh very accessible to people. Yeah. So very nice. I'm to seeing what they like. I'd say don't get that many printed because it'll be uh, out of date. Six- by, yeah, um, by February, February. Yeah. yeah. How about then you can show that you're a historic fan? You can. I was a fan when we only had five Super Bowls. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. But we'll just update it and make more money. Uh, I mean, serve the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be, be, be careful with that because people will believe that. No, God, people no, will believe that. Any money of this? Yeah, we make absolutely diddly squat. In Actually, fact, probably, as I've said time and time again, probably cost I you money, right? Money. Yeah, yeah, because you have to send it all to people. A good example was this week. um, No, last week. So as soon as I got back from Spain from my work trip, um, I had a little bit of a panic that uh, I had to send out patches to four or five people. Um, So the day after I got back from Spain, I sorted those out, got them printed, got the envelopes printed, stamps on, put the patches in, sent them off. Two days later, I get a a message from one of those people to say, um, a little bit confusedly, you'd already sent us patches. Uh, I received them like a week, week and a half ago, and now I've received a second lot. I'm thinking, yeah, Oops. I can't remember doing that. So I hadn't updated my spreadsheet. I keep a spreadsheet with everything, um, even down to the uh, down to the detail of I've packaged them, but I haven't sent them. Or I've packaged them, I've sent them, but I've got no confirmation of delivery yet. Yeah. So I, I keep it all on there. So when I've come back, I've seen these five people who've paid for the patches. And I haven't got them down as being um, packaged. I haven't got them down as being sent. So I thought, oh, I've got to do these. 
and then sure enough, yeah, I've sent five duplicates out. <laughs> and your five, extra ones, five lucky winners. Yeah, five, five lucky, lucky winners. winners. It's okay. just too much. It's too much hard work to get them back. Yeah, so really I just is. said, look, keep them. <laughs> keep them on me. We've milked this. I think it's time to uh, wrap it up. We have. Yeah, you're, you're right. We have. I just want to say, Gareth, um, uh, thank you to Dan from Let's Talk Sports. He sponsored my mm. flag football team to the oh, tune right. of $500, which wow. translated to £400 English money. So this Friday, nice. Brett Sinclair, the owner of the Candlestick Inn, will be joining me on Let's Talk Sports at 6.30. Wow. He's given me that time. He's assured me that he's going to be ready for his first podcast appearance. So do tune in because I'm sure for those people who've come to meetups, Brett's a big character in the group. He, he's a great chap. Mm-hmm. He's got some yeah. great stories late about his fandom, which I won't spoil yeah. now. He's coming on yeah. on Friday. But again, just want to say thank you to Dan. It's amazing for what he does for, for me and for the community. So, well, sorry, cheeky plug there, Gareth. J- uh, just a little tip for anybody who's going to watch that show with uh, Paul and Brett. Make sure that you have captions on. Yeah, yeah. put subtitles on. Lee said that, not me, Brett. Yeah, Paul was just thinking it. Right then, I'm there. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up now. I think we've completely milked it. So thanks for joining me, lads, and thanks for everyone who listens and indeed watches the show. Uh, We'll be back. Hopefully, it's. I mean, it's that bit of a a dull sort of slow time of the year, but hopefully, we've got the gold mine podcast uh, at a time to be determined. We'll hopefully catch up with the people who uh, made it over to the draft as guests of the 49ers this year. So I hope mm-hmm. that will be interesting to hear from them. Um, and I'm sure Paul uh, and Lee and Nick will still be doing the uh, live on Tuesday nights. So still a little bit of content there. If there's if there's nothing we've not milked, I'm sure Paul and it. Nick will, will do their best for an hour of uh, live mayhem, which is always entertaining. Um, and that's it. So thanks for watching. Go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Bang bang nana gang. Love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison hurt. Stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Wright.